Chapter Six of the Soul Winner's Secret. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by April six zero nine zero, California, United States of America. The Soul Winner's Secret by Samuel Logan Brangle. Chapter Six: Redeeming the Time. See that ye walk circumspect, not as fools, but as wise redeeming the time because the days are evil ephesians five fifteen sixteen. the soul winner must value time diamonds and gold nuggets are not so precious as minutes one morning about five o'clock john wesley lost ten minutes through the tardiness of his coachman and mourned for them more than over lost treasure dr johnson tells us that whenever melanchthon made an appointment he expected not only the hour but the minute to be fixed that the day might not run out in the idleness of suspense a lady told me that she was sure she got a position as a teacher once by being sharp on time another young lady better fitted for the position arrived a bit late and remarked i thought it wouldn't make any difference if i were a few minutes late she was politely informed that her services were not wanted as a teacher had been secured eternity is made up of moments and lost time is lost eternity believe me said gladstone when i tell you that thrift of time will repay you in after-life with the usury of profit beyond your most sagine dreams and that the waste of it will make you dwindle alike in intellectual and moral stature beyond your darkest reckonings and yet thoughtless idlers try to kill time and thus destroy their most valuable possession what is life but a glad present consciousness of god and self and duty and a hearty obedience thereto but he that kills time seeks to forget and would be far better dead the future is nothing but a coming present wrote jean paul richter and the present which thou despisest was once a future which thou desirest said a heathen philosopher every man's life lies within the present for the past is spent and done with and the future is uncertain if you would redeem the time begin the moment your eyes open in the morning let no idle foolish hurtful thoughts be harbored for an instant but begin at once to pray and praise god and to meditate on his glories his goodness and faithfulness and truth and your heart will soon burn within you and bubble over with joy bounce out of your bed at once and get the start of your work and push it else it will get the start and push you for if you in the morning throw minutes away you can't pick them up in the course of the day you may hurry and scurry and flurry and worry you've lost them forever forever and i said a chief divisional officer to me the other day there is much in the habit of work if a man forms the habit he naturally turns to it i find it so within myself i squander less time now than i used to the difference between wise men and fools rich men and poor men saints and sinners saved men and damned men does not usually result so much from difference of circumstances and the start they had in life as in the difference in their use of time one redeemed it for the purpose he had in view the other squandered it one was a miser of the minutes the other was a spendthrift of the days and months and years the one was ever up and doing packing into every hour some search for truth some prayer to god some communion with jesus some service to man some counsel to a saint some warning or entreaty to a sinner the other was ever neglecting the opportunity of the present 
but full of vague purposes and dreams for an ever receding will-o'-the-wisp like future the one plods his way patiently and surely to glory and honor and peace and immortality and eternal life the other drifts dreamily but certainly into the regions of indignation and wrath tribulation and anguish and finally lands in hell see romans two six ten to redeem time one does not want feverish hurry but a prompt steady quiet use of the minutes it was said of john wesley that he was always in a haste but never in a hurry make haste slowly is a wise old adage to save time the soul winner will find it profitable to go to bed promptly after his meeting at night and to get up promptly on waking in the morning men who have accomplished anything in the world have usually gone to work early in the day the reverend albert barnes wrote sixteen volumes in less than an equal number of years devoting to them only the hours before breakfast if you would save time have a bible and a notebook and a pencil always at hand never go on to the street or take a journey without at least a testament with you and some other useful book if possible and don't forget to use them the gospel of st matthew can be read through in two hours this may not be the most profitable way to read it and yet it will pay to read it right through at one sitting that we may see the life of jesus as a whole as we would the life of any man paul's first letter to timothy can be read in twenty minutes while jude can be read in three minutes easily then don't throw away these minutes mrs general booth had to snatch time from household duties and the care of small children to prepare her marvellous addresses that stirred england and helped so much in making and moulding the army the minister who sits about smoking and reading novels and the salvation army officer who whiles away the minutes idly thrumming on his guitar and reading the daily papers will not succeed at soul-saving work again the soul winner can redeem time by being instant in season out of season in dealing with men about the things of god uncle john vassar an eccentric but marvelously successful soul winner once saw two ladies in the parlor of a boston hotel and immediately inquired if they were at peace with god and kindly and earnestly preached jesus to them and urged them to make ready for death and judgment by accepting him as savior and lord a few moments later the husband of one of them came in and found them in tears he inquired for the reason when his wife said a strange little man has just been talking to us about religion and urging us to get right with god well said the man if i had been here i should have told him to go about his business my dear replied the wife if you had been here you would have thought he was about his business that blessed young saint of god james brainyard taylor met a traveller at a watering trough one day and during the five minutes their horses were drinking he so preached jesus to the stranger that he was saved and afterwards became a missionary to africa they met no more and the stranger was ever wondering who the angel of mercy was that pointed him to jesus one day in africa he received a box of books and on opening a small volume of memoirs he saw the picture of the saintly and sainted young man who was about his father's business and redeemed the time at that watering trough by preaching jesus and saving a soul instead of idly gossiping about the weather it takes no more time to ask a man about his soul than about his health but it will require more love and prayer and holy tact and soul wakefulness to do it with profit and these the soul winner must have with many much time is lost for want of system things are done at haphazard duties are performed at random 
and after one thing is done time is wasted in deciding what to do next it is well then to have a program for every day or better still for every hour and minute as our general does when he goes on a tour for months ahead the general will have a program for every hour of the day and whether he succeeds or not in perfectly carrying it out in all its details he at least works to it saves anxious worry loses no time and accomplishes a well-nigh incredible amount of business of course in this busy world full of surprises and unexpected calls any program must be flexible and not like cast iron and in times of emergency the soul winner must be prepared to cast it to the winds and follow according to his best judgment where the spirit leads singing with all his heart i would the precious time redeem and longer live for this alone to spend and to be spent for them who have not yet the saviour known and turn them to a pardoning god and quench the brands in jesus's blood my talents gifts and graces lord into thy blessed hands receive and let me live to preach thy word and let me to thy glory live my every sacred moment spend in publishing this sinner's friend finally if you would redeem the time keep a conscience void of offence keep your soul at white heat with love for jesus and the dying world have faith in god expect victory nothing saps a man's energies dulls his faculties and takes from him all incentive to holy and high effort like doubt and discouragement it is your duty to expect victory hallelujah after the defeat at i joshua in a fit of discouragement stopped all efforts and fell flat on his face and stayed there till god came by and said get thee up wherefore liest thou thus upon thy face israel hath sinned and they have also transgressed my covenant which i commanded them for they have even taken of the accursed thing and have also stolen and disassembled also therefore the children of israel could not stand before their enemies neither will i be with you any more except ye destroy the accursed thing among you up sanctify the people and say sanctify yourselves joshua seven ten thirteen god wanted joshua to be up and doing and if he could not whip the enemy then he was to clean out his own camp and not be discouraged trust god and trust man and where men cannot be trusted then love them and pray for them and you will surely redeem the time and win souls to god End of chapter six